are back for an episode of Too Many Men. Uh, we have our week 16 predictions to get to later in the episode, but we will start with baseball, even though there is a lockout. We are still allowed to discuss the news that is going on. Buck Showalter is the newest manager of the New York Mets. Zach, how happy are you? I'm pretty happy, honestly. We got a guy that's not going to give out participation trophies to these players. So that's what I'm hyped about. And He's got some experience. Trophy, keep going. Hey, get out of here. Some experience. <laughs> he has a lot of experience. He's also go. been in New York. And I like a lot of losing experience, if that's what we're talking hey. about. Hey, he, he he knows how to deal with the media, and he, he said some good things in his interview. So he did. I'm hoping I'm hoping for a good year, but we still got to sign Chris Bryant. You're very enthused about a guy who's managed 3,000 games and is only 34 games over 500. There's only so much you can do with the Orioles. It wasn't just the Orioles. That's okay. The other teams, I, I don't know. What He was a young manager. I don't know. <laughs> that's is that, all it. Is that what we're going that, with? That, that's what I'm going with. You manage the 95 Yankees. Things can change, Tony. You win with that. People, people can, people can uh, win games uh, eventually. He, he managed the Diamondbacks when they were good. Yeah. Zach, did you see where Luis Rojas went? No, I didn't. Oh, no. Isn't he the third base coach for the Yankees? Correct. He's their outfield coach. Outfield coach. Oh, good riddance. Did you see who you guys hired as assistant hitting coach, Tone? Eric Chavez. Meaningless. Oh, that's meaningless. The Yankees know how to hit the ball, unlike some teams. Uh, but, man, you guys really are happy over a career loser. I mean, that's what it is. That's what Buck he was the best manager at on the market right now. Well, we just, it, it's it, they just keep recycling manager jobs. I see this problem in all the sports: recycling jobs, people that have history, even though it's not great history. Listen, what we'll the, see how it works out. What, we got a couple of years with them. We got three years. What the Mets needed was somebody that would put the players back into shape. That yeah, that, that wouldn't that wouldn't take no for an answer. You know, they, they needed somebody that would instill a little discipline in the team. And I think Joe Walter was the best candidate on the market to do that. Zach, how many I games do... are you going to take to your uh, – you watch Joe Walter's head? Uh, I give it a season and a half. Hmm. But I might get into panic mode during the season if we're really bad. You know he's got a three-year contract, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You mean when you're really bad? No, we're not. It's if. Why is it if? It's the Mets. It's always when. No, there's always a chance. The 2015. It's always a chance. What are you banking on? Yep. John, you uh, you're a Mets fan. Yeah. How do you feel about the current coaching statuses of all your teams? I'm optimistic, but I've learned I've learned from before. I don't I don't make any false proclamations of us winning World Series or anything until I see results. I need to see stuff on the field, but I'm 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 optimistic. All right, I'm I'm happy. I want to ask you when you get a division champs T-shirt. You know, (laughs) I'll get I'll get that after we start like five and one. After the we beat Trey Young banner got raised. Yeah. (laughs) I want to ask you about. I want a rating like out of ten. Like, what you think of your head coach right now? Like, let's start with Buck Showalter. 
Uh, you just got there. As far as enthusiasm goes, I'll give it like a, a 6.5. Okay. I'm not like, I'm like, I'm lukewarm. You know, I'm like, I'm like, like I'm, I'm more than, I'm not like eh about it, but I'm like, I'm, I'm optimistic, you know, it could, it could turn out well, but I mean, for all the reasons you said, I could see it, you know, being going wrong. Tom, as things do go for us. Tom Thibodeau. Uh, I'll give him an eight. Give him an still, eight. Huh? I'm still riding Tibbs. I think it's the problem with that year. record, John. It's not his fault. He was one coach of the year last year with a worse roster. You know, it's like okay, and look at what's happening now. It was the it's a, a worse Wait, roster? Was it? I don't. Yeah. They made the playoffs. Yeah. It was the worst roster last year. I'm pretty sure most people would agree. I mean, like we where we should have improved. It's just they were projected to finish with the lowest win total. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but having adding Evan Fournier can just bring an entire roster down. That might have happened there. Listen, I don't I don't think that's the I think the problem with is Randall, you know, forget turning back into you know Julius Randall turning back into dubious handles. You know, he forgot how to play basketball. He's going back to 2019 him. You know, it's it's terrible. While we're on the Knicks, John, how do you feel about Derek Rose being out eight weeks? I when did that news come out? Are you kidding? Uh, he had ankle surgery about an hour and a half ago. Are you kidding? I was freaking driving back from the city. I did not see that shit. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? Oh my god. This season's over. Okay, there it is. There we go. There we go. All right. At 9.34 on Wednesday, December 22nd, John Gallietta has declared the next season, quote, over. He called it. It's over. It's 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 fucking it's it's the COVID, it's the injuries, it's the fucking it's everything. Okay. I like I I just honestly I know it's not gonna it's not gonna get any better. It's not gonna get better this year. Fuck it. Just we have to we have to trade Randall. Trade Randall, man. What a what a fall from grace here. I would trade. I would trade Randall for Simmons straight up. Thank you, John. That's an interesting statement. Uh, like, that might be the trade neither team wants. I feel like I feel like the Sixers <laughs> might take that for with, with first. So for our it's trading bum for bum, but at least one bum plays. So exactly. for our listeners that uh. That were like John and didn't know. Nick's put out Derek Rose on one successful surgery on his right ankle today. He'll be reevaluated in eight weeks. What the fuck, man? So that's like a minimum eight weeks he's out. That's reevaluation. And we already had like we're already like have no depth as it is due to COVID, and all that. So you have depth um, before that. Well, <sighs> As as far as depth, like yeah, we have guys that don't aren't getting minutes. Young guys. As long know, as 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 long as bodies are concerned, yeah, you had it. Before. Yeah, we have we have we had warm bodies before. Now they're now they're stuck at home. Now it's we can't we like we're getting to the point where we're gonna have to start postponing our games. I think. Are you guys playing on Christmas? We're playing the Hawks, but the Hawks are missing Trey Young, so that game's gonna be shit. You guys are still gonna find a way to lose. We have a Suns Warriors <laughs> game on Christmas. They played last night. Suns Lakers. Oh, Suns Lakers was last night. Okay. Yeah. Lakers are a 500 ball club. Suns and Warriors have played twice this year, I believe, and I think it's one and one. Yeah, I believe so. But uh, yeah, Lakers were embarrassed last night. LeBron, like they only scored 83 points. LeBron scoring 30 of them, and Isaiah Thomas and Taylor Horton Tucker. Taylor Horton Tucker being the guy they refused to trade for Lowry. They combined for two for 24 from the field. <laughs> You know who would look really nice on the Lakers right now? Kyle Lowry. Oh, yeah. Instead of rolling Isaiah Thomas. 
Back on the Lakers. By the way, shout out to Joe Johnson. I'm not giving him a shout out till he plays. Getting a 10 day contract. I'm not giving him a shout out till he plays. He hasn't Why, played a minute yet. Tonight. He hasn't played a minute yet tonight. They're in the fourth quarter. Who's the lucky team? The Boston Celtics. Oh my God, really? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back home, John. Oh man. These hardship later. contracts, these 10 day hardship contracts would be the best thing that ever happened. Is this just like a like a, a ruse so we can retire a Celtic? <laughs> I'm finishing where it all began. He's a big three champion. He is. I mean, the big three, it's not that really watchable, but you know, props to him, you know. <laughs> uh John, what do you think of first year head coach Robert Sala? Uh I'll give him I it's I'm gonna give him a wait and see. I'll give him a five right now. Cause I mean, I feel like like he was like hyped up on being this like real leader of men, energy kind of guy. And every time I see him, he kind of looks like a scared turtle on the sideline, just like kind of shrinking into his shell, like kind of like this not enthused with how things are going ever. So I need, I need to see him next year with, you know, two first rounds. I think those are probably going to all go towards the defense too. I had the bet. We're all line. Uh, I mean, I like if a split would probably be ideal. You know, Evan Neal maybe with four, then get a you know with the turn. I mean, that Seahawks pick is at eight right now, so get one of those pass rushers, pass rushers, or one of those corners like Stingley there. Dude, I want Aiden Hutchinson so bad. <sighs> Dude, he's gonna be. I think he's gonna go number one, honestly. I think he's gonna go either one or two. Yeah, he's not gonna be there. He doesn't make it past Detroit, I don't think. And the Giants and the Jets are bad, but they're not gonna be able to catch up to Detroit, Houston, and uh, Jacksonville. Well, Jacksonville, they could if Jacksonville wins. No. I feel like when we have the same – currently the number one, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, but don't we have the same amount of wins then? Like, if they have two wins, they would have three, and we would also have three wins. I don't know how the tiebreakers work for the draft. Yeah, wait, I got to do the tank of something. You're going to beat him. You're going to beat him this week. John, your favorite site over the past, like, ten years has been Tankathon. Oh, it's it's just you know it's, it brings me hope you know for what could happen in the future you know my teams you know are just terrible in the present. Well, let's go through week fifteen in the National Football League. Sixteen games spread out between Thursday and Tuesday. Um, yesterday's games were terrible. Really, uh, not great football this week at all. So many low-scoring games. So many low-scoring games. Just a lot of bad football all around. The Monday doubleheader was terrible. That was bad. Uh, yesterday's games weren't great, but, it, you know, unless you had, like, Sunday ticket or something, you were only watching one game. I was free. So let's let's go through week 15. So we had the Chiefs beating the Chargers 34-28. Uh, Travis Kelsey had the game-winning touchdown in overtime. Saturday we had the Colts beating the Patriots 27-17. Final score was a 10-point game, but it was not that close. The Colts were winning by three touchdowns for a majority of the game, it feels like. Colts iced it with the Taylor touchdown at the end. Jonathan Taylor's a rushing touchdown in 11 straight games. That's tied for the third longest single-season streak since 1950. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants 21-6. I hear a lot of people saying how this is a big step forward for the Cowboys. They looked terrible against the Giants. A very yeah. bad Giants team. And Dak Prescott has looked awful this year. They found themselves settling for field goals a lot against the Giants. Dak 
to add to that, Dak has not looked right since he actually sat out that game against uh, the Vikings and for Cooper Rush played. Ever since he came back, I thought he's looked a little bit off. And as my fantasy quarterback, I, feel, I blame him for me missing the playoffs. <laughs> uh, Cowboys have won nine of the last ten against New York. The Texans beat the Jaguars 30-16. to Houston's won eight straight games against Jacksonville. Uh, and for those of you who wanted to change your pick to Jacksonville and I didn't let you, you're welcome. Houston was always the play. It was always Houston. Let's say it all at once. Thank you, Tony. It was always it was always Davis Mills. I never wanted to change. I just want that known. Uh, We had the Steelers beating the Titans nineteen thirteen. The Steelers just straight up beat the Titans with field goals. There were what six field goals kicked in this game between Tennessee and Pittsburgh. Big Ben ran for the only uh, Pittsburgh touchdown in one of the most painful-looking touchdown runs in National Football League history. Najee Harris, Harris fantasy owners down bad. Many fantasy owners down bad, by the way. Yeah, this week was tough. Ben Roethlisberger also surpassed Phillip Rivers uh, for fifth-most passing yards in NFL history. Dolphins beat the Jets 31-24. Miami's won six straight games for the first time since 2016. Uh, They started the season one and seven. The Lions get their second win of the season. They beat the Cardinals 30 to 12. Um, Reynolds on Detroit, most rushing yards by a Detroit player in their first career start since 1980. Eric, how you feeling? 112 rushing yards. Oh, thank thank you to the Arizona Cardinals. Shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. (laughs) Making me feel a little bit better. Jared Goff is that man. Yeah, Jared, Jared Goff owns the Arizona Cardinals. What's his career record against the Cardinals? It's probably good. <laughs> he only has one loss, one career loss against them since he started. <laughs> oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's really insane, actually. And it's like now, like after today, it's like a thirteen to like one, three inter- in touchdown interception ratio. It's pretty crazy. Uh, the Bills beat the Panthers thirty-one fourteen. Weird stat here about the Bills. The Bills. If they're not beating the other team by a lot, they're not winning at all. All eight wins this year have been won by 15 points or more. Whoa. So they can't win a close game, which is something you definitely need to do down the stretch and in the playoffs. One stat I saw with them is last year they were 5-0 and in close games. This year they're actually 0-5. What a difference a year makes. Yeah. Um, the Bengals beat the Broncos 15-10. Denver 0-4 against the AFC North this season. The Niners beat the Falcons 31-13. San Fran's won three straight games at Levi's Stadium, lost eight of their previous nine. Packers-Ravens, that was a great game. Packers went 31-30. Packers also clinched the NFC North with a win. Uh, Ravens went for the win on a two-point conversion, and uh, Huntley could not connect with Mark Andrews in the end zone. Very upsetting. Saints shut out the Buccaneers 9-0. Uh, Tom Brady shut out for the first time since week 15 of 2006 at Miami. Can't beat the Saints. Can't beat the regular regular season Saints. Saints. Playoff Saints, different story. That was my logic for picking the Saints in the playoffs last year, was that Tom Brady couldn't beat the Saints. If New Orleans gets the seven and Tampa's the two. Still Bucks. Still Bucks in the playoffs. I mean, they're they're, They're missing. uh, Godwin now out for the year. Leonard Fournette out for the rest of the regular season with a hamstring injury. You don't know how that's going to hamper him in the playoffs. Mike Evans dealing with a hamstring issue now. 
It's okay. They got Le'Veon. And AB's coming back. Oh boy. Le'Veon and AB are in the same locker room again. Steelers fans punching the air right now. <laughs> if, if, if both Steelers, former Steelers, <laughs> won a Super Bowl this year again. Oh, well, for AB. But. Uh, the first of the Monday games, Raiders beat the Browns. Daniel Carlson game-winning 48-yard field goal as time expired. That game was terrible. Nick Mullins did everything to win that game, everything. And the Raiders come down and save their season with a game-winning field goal. Uh, Vikings-Bears, that another terrible game, 17-9 Vikings. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, 61, pass, 61 net passing yards. That is the fewest net in a win since week seven, 2012. You know what's amazing is that that's less than the New England, uh, yeah, the New England one. Unless that's like in franchise history. Um, the Rams beat the Seahawks twenty ten. Co- uh, Cooper Cup surpasses Hall of Famer Isaac Bruce for most receiving yards in a single season in Rams history. Bruce had one hundred nineteen yards in nineteen ninety five, and then Eagles Washington. Um, Washington jumped out to an early lead. Eventually lost 27-17. Jalen Hurts surpasses Michael Vick for most rushing touchdowns by a quarterback in a season in Philadelphia Eagles history. Vick had nine in 2010. So that's week 15. What did we learn? Not much. Not a great week. We haven't learned a thing in football for like, I feel like the past like 12 weeks. Who's the best team in football? Good question. Don't know. I want to say the Packers. I think it's the, I think it's Green Bay. I think it's Green Bay and KC. Coincidentally, who are you, who are the two favorites right now for the Super Bowl? Yeah, I'm so here for that Super Bowl. I mean, that's the Super Bowl we should have had last year. Super Bowl we should have had for the past three years. Yeah, I, I want Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Damn it, we haven't gotten that matchup yet. It should have happened this year. Mahomes had COVID, and we had Jordan Love versus Patrick Mahomes, and I lost a ton of money because of it. That was the Rodgers immunized. Yeah, I'm immunized. What was my record last week? You went 11-5. and five. Right. That's pretty good. That is tied for the worst among us. How did I do? Chris went 12-4. and four. Let's go. Went eleven and five. John. So then me. John went eleven and five. That was nice. Zach and John went eleven and five. Trish and Tom went twelve and four, and then me and Eric went thirteen and three. Thirteen and three was a good week for us. Yeah, but the three games that I got wrong cost me so much damn money. What three did you get wrong? New England. Okay. I got uh, then, that one wrong too. And then the box and the cards. So we, it's the same three games we got wrong. Yeah, and yeah, but I bet them. And those are the three games that lost all the money. How did the Cardinals lose to the Lions? Yeah, that should have been a lock. Right? I had a minus 12. It's Listen, the only one of my spreads that didn't hit. It makes me feel good. I know Tony. I kind of hope you guys make the playoffs just to fuck up your draft position and not really take a I, I know Tony's doesn't want me to feel good. I want you guys to be the seventh seed and just get it. Destroyed by Tom Brady. <laughs> we, we're going to be the we're going to be the seven, and freaking the Packers are going to be the two. All right, Eric. You asked who's the best team in football. Who's the worst team in football? 
I'd say Jacksonville. I think it's Jacksonville. I want to say Jacksonville. I don't think it's the Jets. No. Because here's the thing. The Jets have tried. Although, I will say this. I watched a Monday night game. Can we talk about the Bears for a minute? Because, oh, my God. They've given up. They're bad. (laughs) They've given up. Um, I wouldn't say I, they're the worst team in football, though. I, wouldn't I will take the I will take the Lions over the Bears right now because at least the Lions are trying. Hell, I took the Lions over the Bears Thanksgiving. Houston. Houston's way better than Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. They've shown it now twice. Sunday proved it. Davis Mills look better than Lawrence. Yeah. Like like so far at least. Davis Mills is Tom Brady. <laughs> Imagine. Wait, what? What Brown was? Do we remember right right before the draft? The rumor was that Davis Mills could go thirty-two to Tampa. Really? That was the draft morning rumor. Jeez, when did they get in my mock draft? I have Davis Mills going thirty-two because they were so high on the quarterback out of Stanford. I feel like they thought he was Andrew Luck two point oh. When did he end up going in the draft mills, actually? I forget what pick he was. Third round. Third round? Third round? The, yeah, he was taken after Kellen Mond. I know that. It was what quite a, the smoke screen. Didn't, didn't Trask actually go to Tampa before that, yeah, too? Was they that had a chance to take him. Oh, took Trask. I wanted Kyle Trask so bad. Shout out to Missouri, who has a dancing robot named Spot during the Armed Forces Bowl. Missouri's winning 16-7 right now over Army. Army, there's a photo. Fo- Army's using a photo to Sean Watson on the sideline. They just held it up. <laughs> Why? Well, they're play calling sheets. I went to yeah. Army Navy like yeah. two weeks ago, and they they decided in the first quarter they were going to throw the ball. Like they threw the ball in last year's Army Navy game and combined like eight times. <laughs> they threw it like twelve in the first quarter. It was stunning. It was absolutely stunning. So we don't know who the worst team in football is. We don't know who the best team in football is. We know nothing. We, I think we know who the best team in each division is. I think we can narrow that down. Not for the AFC North. No, not for the AFC North. All right, let's see if we're all in agreement. Let's go division by division and see yeah. if we're all in agreement. Let's go yeah. AFC West. Who is the best team in the AFC West? I'll start. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I agree. Yeah. Yep, Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. AFC South. In their current state, I think it's the Indianapolis Colts. Right now, it's the Colts. Who's going to win the division? It's going to be the Titans. You think? I do. They're only a game behind them. I know. But here's the thing. The Titans also went 2-0 over the Colts this year. And yeah, that's I, a good thing. And I said the week after Tennessee won that game in overtime after Wentz threw that pick that I think Tennessee just won the AFC South. I didn't think it was going to be this close, but I still believe that. 16-game schedule, I think it's a foregone conclusion that Tennessee wins the AFC South. 17-game? I don't know. So does anybody else say anybody but the Colts is the best team right now in the AFC South? I'd say Colts. Tennessee's remaining schedule, San Francisco, Miami, at Houston. I could see them losing two out of the three. Don't the Colts have to essentially finish perfect then since they're already one behind? The Colts remaining schedule at Arizona, home Las Vegas, at Jacksonville. Another, I think another two out of the three situation there. I think if they can get this one against the Cardinals, which is going to be a hard one because the Cardinals need to like bounce back in a major way. 
if they can get that game, I feel pretty good about the Colts winning out. Yeah, Indy's eight and six, Tennessee's nine and five. All right, AFC East, and I think we'll disagree here. Who do you think the best team in the AFC East is? Patriots. 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 Pats, yeah. I still think it's Buffalo. Still. No. Yeah, I think this week is huge. This is that game. This is the, the rematch, right? Yeah. With yeah. normal playing conditions. And Hell, Buffalo should have won that last game in the red zone twice in the last five minutes. And they they refused to kick two field goals because of the weather. What time What time is the game? Is this Sunday Night Football? I don't think so. Which I think, sucks. Buffalo is so inconsistent this year. And yet they find themselves right there. No, Sunday Night Football is Washington-Dallas. Oh, great. Beautiful. That's exactly what we need. All right, AFC North. AFC North? I have a lot of division with this one, except I know it's not the Browns. Yeah, but I... I I think... I think it's oh man, they're right. all very close. I know, it's it's between two, but me. everybody has the Browns at four, right? Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Does everybody have the Steelers at three? Yeah. Um, it's back and forth for me. I don't. I don't either. I have the Steelers at two. You have the Bengals at three, Town. Oh, I think I have Cle. I think I have a uh, Baltimore at three. I don't hate that. It's very close. I think Pittsburgh might be the best team. Uh, Just off of – I understand he has no ability. Off of veteran quarterback alone. I think it's Cincy 1, Baltimore 2, Pittsburgh 3, Cleveland 4. Yeah, I got Pittsburgh, Cincy, Baltimore. I have Cincy, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, uh, Cleveland. Baltimore injured to hell and back. If they were healthy, I think it's a different story. Yeah, I think Baltimore's the best. Current state? The Browns were healthy, they'd be in two. You think? Yeah. Browns are bad. The The Browns have had injury all season. The Titans can also be applied to Baltimore. Because if you're saying Tennessee's not number one, then Baltimore can't be number one for the AFC North. Which is why I don't have them there. Yeah. Like, if I think it came down to it right now and it came down to winning a game to win the division, what team do you trust the most to win that game? I think Pittsburgh. I think they have the best defense out of the four teams. Yeah. You know? They have a – all I want for Christmas this year is the AFC North to be perfect and healthy next year. <laughs> they have an above-average running back. They have a quarterback who can get the ball there within 15 yards. Who won't be there next year. Who won't be there next year. But he rarely makes mistakes on where to put the ball. Something we've seen a lot out of Lamar Jackson this year. Burrow leads league in picks. Yeah. And then Baker. I think the Steelers are the best team in that division. 
and Baker, of course, been playing with a torn labrum since like week six. Yeah, he's all kinds of fucked up. Just, one thing that's clear is this division's going to become real cut and cut and dry in like the next couple of weeks because I don't know if you guys are aware of their schedule, but it's a lot of divisional matchups. These teams are all playing each other in like these next few weeks. Like this week coming up, Baltimore plays Cleveland. Then next week after, uh, then next week I believe what well, next week week sixteen. The week after that they go to Pittsburgh though. You know week seventeen they play uh, Pittsburgh the Browns. Steelers no, get the short end of the stick this week. Joe Johnson is just scored points for the Boston Celtics. He's back in the league officially. Um, back in the league. The Steelers got the short end of the stick this week. They got KC. Yeah, it's tough. That's a tough one. <laughs> Arrowhead. Yeah, that, um, I think as of right now, I think the best team in the AFC North is the Steelers. Eric, I'm going Cincinnati. John, Bengals. Zach, Bengals. Trish, Trish. Uh, I guess I'll go with the Steelers. It's close. It is really close. It it wasn't supposed to be this close. No. All right. And the teams we had at the top are not the teams that we were debating between. NFC East, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. And Dallas isn't good compared to the rest of the league, but they're really NFC East good. Yeah. NFC South, Tampa. Tampa. Yep. Yep. Easy. NFC West. Because NFC North is Green Bay for Yeah. Well, they've clinched, so. NFC West. All right, not take here. I'm going to say the Rams. I'll take um, the Rams, too. John, yeah. Yeah, I think you have Cardinals, to take the Rams. Cardinals lost to the Lions, man, by two scores. That, that shit just doesn't happen, an upset like that. Too, you, know, like, you know what we need for Christmas Eve? We need the power tiers. Ooh, Tony. We need a Christmas Eve power tears because this can answer a lot of questions. A lot of people are, a lot of people here are gonna like what I'm about to say. What about the 49ers? I I knew it. Oh. <laughs> what about, about it? Stop with the fucking 49ers. Now you sound like Tom from last year. Yeah, but they're did a really tough see, fucking team. Did you see what I sent in the group chat just now no. or earlier today? They're plus 2,800 to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So returns you 290. Yeah, I like that. Won five of their last six. And I think they're going to win again. They're going to win the next two weeks. Who they got the next two weeks? Tennessee and then Houston. Yeah. I like both those so games. they'll be 10 and six rolling into a week 17 matchup with the LA Rams. Which might be for the division. I don't think it'll be for the division. I don't, I don't think we're going that far. Um, it might, it's definitely going to be for playoff seating. I think, you know, they could have won, easily won that game against the Packers early on in the year if they just didn't leave so much time for Rodgers. I'll say this, though. Cardinals don't have an easy schedule coming up. No. Home yes. Indy at Dallas, home Seattle. That's tough. That's tough. I think out of all the teams in the division – they run the ball the best. San Fran. And when it comes to offensive versatility, they are really close with the Rams. Rams at Minnesota, at Baltimore, home San Francisco. They're going to win two out of the three. And the third one, they probably win the third one too, but it's up for grabs. Like, out of the top 
skill position players in the division. We didn't even talk about the Seahawks, but they're clearly four. Yeah. And the top skill position players out of those three teams, the Cardinals, the Niners, and uh, the Rams. Right. The Rams clearly have the number one in Cooper Cup. Yep. Yep. But I think San Fran has two and three. Definitely. And Debo, who is a star. Superstar. And George Kittle. With Debo, the thing that's so crazy about him is he put up a thousand yards receiving as a receiver, and then just halfway through the side through the season, Shanahan decides you're a running back now. He's he's a younger version of Cordell Patterson. They had For the really? jersey swap after the game on Sunday. It's I feel like we're gonna we're honestly starting to see the trend. Patterson and Samuel are gonna set this off now. Positionless kind of skilled position players, like you know guys who can line up out wide, take carries in the backfield. You know, punt return, get like take returns like him. I feel like that's, I mean, I obviously you'd have to be like a special kind of athlete to be able to do that. But I mean, you have a guy like that with that kind of speed, you got to kind of have to give them the ball, you know, get them touches. Yeah. You got to put the ball in the hands of your superstars, your playmakers. Exactly. And, you know, every single running back they seem to plug in is no slouch. I mean, yeah, Eli, uh, what's his name? Elijah Mitchell, you know, has had a great year. I think he's dealing with an injury right now, unfortunately. But I think now, now he's on the COVID list, I think I saw today, right? I think so. I don't think they can – I don't think they'll win the division, but you, you, you're, you're lying if there's a team saying that, like, they want to see Sam Fran in the first round of playoffs. They Jeff Wilson is going to be the projected back this week. He's not bad either. He's pretty good, actually. I remember last year he came on big for some people in fantasy playoffs. He won a couple of championships. Like, let's say a banged-up Tampa Bay Buccaneers get the Niners in the first round. I think I think Tampa wins. But it's a close game. I think the Packers are a little bit bigger. Niners, Packers, play the Niners, yeah. I think the Packers – I don't think you're going to see because I think the Packers are going to have that bye. Uh, I mean, that's true, probably. They end up with a first seed. So take a division winner. I think they beat Dallas. I think they beat Dallas pretty easily. Oh yeah, if they get if they had Dallas matchup, that's that's easy, and that'd be great too because then Dallas just gets to no no playoff win still. Packers that's schedule scenario for me. Packers schedule: Cleveland, Minnesota, at Detroit. I could see that going three zero. I I yeah. see them at least winning two or three. Yeah, depends if they have it clinched uh, week eighteen and they rest. Cowboys yeah. have Washington, Arizona at Philly. I think they only take one of the three. I think they lose that last week against Philly. Oh, Philly's playing for a wild card spot now, aren't they? Aren't they 500? 7-7? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. I mean, that, that could be an interesting game, too. But when it comes to San Fran, I say if they play Dallas, I say it's 80-20 they beat Dallas. If they play Tampa, I'd say it's 65-35 Tampa wins. And if they play the Rams, I think it's I think it's only like 55-45. Cause it's a third division. It's a team you see twice in the regular season. True. That could go either fucking way. It doesn't matter who's actually better. I do think the San Francisco defense does possess the ability. Them being a veteran defense who has played in playoff games before, they possess the ability to rattle Matt Stafford, who doesn't have the utmost playoff experience. The thing, the only thing is, I mean, obviously they're really physical up front. It's just their secondary is very iffy. Like, lacking. It's iffy. Yeah. 
they're going to rely a lot on zone coverage and their scheme to work. And up until this point, really, it has. They've, they've, they've done a really great job just masking all those holes that, you know, they are dealing with on, like, you know, due to injuries. And I guess it's like also like, you know, like Sherman, you know, leaving this year, you know, that's probably a big blow. You know, I think he was a big part of those, that team that went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Well, since we're on San Fran, we might as well start off our week 16 picks with San Fran because they play Tennessee Thursday night. Oh, that's a great game. Thursday night, Nissan Stadium. This is on the NFL Network. Tennessee has 13 giveaways since week 11. That is the most in the NFL in that span. Tom is taking the 49ers on the road. I'm taking the 49ers. Trish? I'm going to take the 49ers as well. John? I'm going to take the Niners. Eric? Niners are hot. Going to go with them. Zach? Yeah, give me the Niners. Christmas Day, 4.30 at Lambeau Field. This game's on Fox, NFL Network, and Amazon. Green Bay Packers hosting the Cleveland Browns. Green Bay has 30-plus points in four straight games. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. Tom's taking the Packers at home, taking the Packers. Trish? I'm going to take the Packers as well. John? Same here, taking the Packers. Eric? Yeah, I'm going Packers. Zach? Packers. Um, then Christmas night, 8-15 on the NFL Network, State Farm Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. The 10-4 Cardinals, the 8-6 Colts. Arizona has lost four out of their last seven games after starting the year 7-0. Tom's taking the Colts. Um, the, the Cardinals are banged up. I don't think there's any defensive answer for Jonathan Taylor right now, so I'm going to take the Colts. Trish? I'm also going to take the Colts, and I hope Michael Pittman does well this week. Okay, John? Taking the Colts here. I like them. I feel like they're the team with the hot hand. Eric? Yeah, Cardinals are banged up. Going to go Indy here. Zach? Yeah, yeah, clean sweep here. I'm going with the Colts. Might I add, this would have been a clean sweep for Arizona like three weeks ago. Yeah, totally. easy. Yeah. It's amazing what a couple weeks can do. Right now it's plus one for Indy. Uh, one o'clock Sunday. On Fox, 7-7 seven seven Eagles host the 4-10 and 10 Giants. Uh, Philly, 214.4 rushing yards per game since week eight. That's the most in the NFL. Uh, these two teams met up three weeks ago. Giants won a low-scoring game. Um, Tom taking the Eagles at home. I'm taking the Eagles at home. I don't have that much faith in Jake Fromm starting this weekend for the Giants. Trish? I am also going to take the Eagles. There is no shot in hell the Giants win this game. John? You're taking the birds here. Eric? Might I add that uh, Miles Sanders has 700 yards so far this season, has yet to find the end zone. Yeah, they said that last night on the broadcast, and I was shocked to hear that. Uh, I'm going to go bird team. Zach? Yeah, give me the Eagles. Next game, we got 1 o'clock on Fox, 10-4 Rams on the road, take on the 7-7 Vikings. Minnesota's won five of their last six against the Rams. Tom's taking the Rams. Despite that stat, I'm taking the Rams too. Trish? I'm also taking the Rams. John? I'm taking the Rams here. Eric? I'm going Rams, and Rams are only minus two and a half. Mm. I like that spread. I, I know this you might do. Be that game of the week. Uh, Zach? Uh, give me the Rams. One o'clock on CBS. Nine and five Patriots, eight and six Bills. Huge matchup. Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. The winner of this game will be the first place team in the AFC East. Tom's taking the Patriots. I'm taking the Bills on the road. Trish? 
I'm taking the Patriots. John? I'm taking the Patriots. Eric? Give me the Pats. Bill Belichick's probably pissed off at that week against Indy. Zach? Bill Belichick knows how to beat the Bills. Give me the Pats. I'm expecting a big game on the ground from Josh Allen. Patriots minus two. I'd say big game on the ground for both. Belichick could do what he did the other week. Patriots minus two and a half. I like that. A lot more comfortable. If that was three, because yeah. Uh, one o'clock, Bank of America Stadium in North in Raleigh, North Carolina. Is that where they play? They play Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, five and nine Panthers, ten and four Bucks. Bucks beat to hell, but they're still a better team than the Panthers, even all beat up. Carolina's lost nine of their last eleven games. Started the season three and zero. Tom's taking the Bucks on the road and taking the Bucks too. Trish, is anybody taking Carolina? Yeah, is anybody taking Carolina? Cam Newton will be starting, although Matt Rule said uh, Sam Darnold will get into the game at points. Even with all the injuries, Bucks are still minus 10. I don't like 10. Um, too much. I think, I think five is where this game should be sitting around. Six, two field goals, give or take. I don't like 10. Yeah. In fact, Sam Darnold's only played Brady once in his career. Did you beat him? Nope. <laughs> no, we, we scored three points. One o'clock, MetLife Stadium, CBS. We have the battle of first overall pick and second overall pick, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. Jets three and eleven. Jags two and twelve. Tom's taking the Jags. I have to take the Jets because of the every four week plan. The Jets, Jets win every four weeks. I'm taking the Jets at home. Trish, uh, I'm gonna throw my house on the Jets this weekend. Actually, hmm. right. <laughs> might be homeless by this. Time What's the week? spread? Pick them. Yeah, that that's about right. TK. Yeah. I like the I like the Jets in a pick 'em. Over under is forty one. Under yeah. under. Right. For all y'all at home, Eric and I actually will be at this game uh, firsthand. You know, watching this. We will, show. we will be so, there uh, to watch the pain live. Yeah, you'll. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be fun for sure. But you know, give me the Jets. You know, like uh, let's see, maybe it'll surprise me for once. But I, you know, it's gonna hurt when they lose. Don't say that. I'm betting them this week. No, it's hurting with me. <laughs> Eric, Jets or Jags? You know Jacksonville is bad when the Jets have 18 players on COVID, including the head coach, and I'm still picking the Jets. Mm. <laughs> Zach? Yeah, give me the Jets. Every four Every weeks. Every four weeks. Every four yep. weeks. Cool, bro. Oh, this is a fun one. Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Uh, no, not the last of the one o'clock games. There's a lot of one o'clock games this week. This is on Fox. Six and eight Falcons, two eleven and one Lions. Atlanta is zero and five in games in Atlanta this season. Give me Detroit. By I'm taking the Lions. I'm taking the Lions. Yes, sir. Trish is taking the Lions. John, what's the spread on this game? Falcons minus six. Oh uh, my God! Give me the Lions spread. All two. I'm taking. I'm taking the Falcons here. I'm not. Oh, I'm not John. gonna listen. I think you guys are putting too much faith in Dan Campbell. No, I think not that. I'm not enough space. faith in who – I don't know the head coach's name of the Atlanta Falcons. Arthur Smith. Arthur, Smith. Arthur Smith. That is not a seven-win ro- – a six-win roster. That, no, but it at, is a six-win quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I guess – And a right. six-win wide receiver core. I, I think Cordero Patterson's going to freaking bad dick the Lions. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, Eric? You know, I was going to pick Atlanta, but the more I'm hearing about you guys talk about Detroit, 
Man, give me the kitties. Zach? Oh, yeah. Give me the Lions, man. Four under 43. They're on a hungry dogs run faster, and the Lions are a hungry dog. You can make the argument they shouldn't be dogs in this game. Zach, I'm not surprised. I'm surprised you're not putting the Lions plus six in a bet right now. Uh, no, it's too early in the week, especially with all these COVID cases. This to is start where you find the best lines of the week. <laughs> yeah. This is Wednesday is betting day. No, uh, Lions hopefully will be like plus twelve by the by the weekend. One o'clock on CBS. Eight and six Chargers. Three and eleven Texans. Is anybody taking the Texans? Who are they? Who's the, who are they playing? The Chargers. Uh, no, give me the Chargers. What's the spread on this game? 11? Chargers minus 10. Mm. No, no, thank you. I like how Chargers the fact, don't cover for me. I like how the fact from Tony was, is anybody picking the text? Dude, the- I'm getting really good at guessing what spreads can be. Justin Herbert has 4,058 passing yards this year, along with 32 touchdowns. That's both top three in the NFL. There's your stat. Yeah. Happy? Too bad he doesn't win when he needs to. My my Texan stat is Davis Mills exists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one o'clock, Paul Brown Stadium in Cincinnati. Eight this and six is, Bengals. Eight and six Ravens. Yeah. Baltimore's won five of their last six against Cincinnati. Tom's taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Trish. I'm also taking the Bengals because Lamar Jackson died. R.I.P. Lamar. John. You give me the Bengals here, but the follow up on that: Did we ever get a timeline on Lamar? Week to oh. week, right? Lamar's predicting me fantasy points this week. So, oh, what? I thought it said he was out. No, I'm projected 19 points from Lamar in one of my leagues. It's Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it said that for me until like Saturday last week. Eric, you taking the Bengals or the Ravens? I'm taking the Bengals. Spread down here, Bengals minus two and a half. Over under is 36 and a half. Don't like the oh spread on this game at all. Because I could really see it going either way. I like the over. Over 36 and a half? That I might bet. Oh, right yeah, now. that I like. That's oh my I'm actually gonna I'm doing that right now. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't place bets. It's too early. Shut up, Zach. The over is different. Overs club. That's just rooting for points. What if they didn't overs club this weekend? That'd be nice. They might. It's Christmas. This is a good this is a good I hope they do. Oh, Zach, you taking the Bengals or the Ravens? Give me the Bengals. Uh next game we got first of the four o'clocks. Four oh my god, four oh five on Fox. Lumen Field in Seattle. Five and nine Seahawks, four and ten Bears. Seattle's won four of the last five against Chicago. Tom's taking the Seahawks. Um I I hate the Seahawks. What was it, Zach? It's over 45 and a half on FanDuel. For Ravens, for the Bengals or Bengals Ravens, dude, it's thirty six and a half on DraftKings. Oh, I might have to put money in. You're draft gonna have right to. Now. That's a nine point swing. <laughs> oh my god, that might be the biggest swing we've seen this season. Yeah, DraftKings knows something. Uh, I'm taking Seattle. Tom's taking Seattle. Trish, Seattle or Chicago? Seattle. Is anybody taking Chicago? Can anybody just pick Matt Nagy? I'm gonna take Chicago no. here. I'm going to do it. You know why? Because I need Seattle to lose because of this draft pick. And someone's going to go. I'm not using logic here. I'm just going with what the heart wants. By the way, shout out to that fan in Chicago who said, after further review, we suck. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 425 Arrowhead, 10 and 4 Chiefs, 7, 6 and 1 Steelers. The Chiefs have averaged 41 points the last two weeks. (laughs) 
top stake in the Chiefs. This might kill big. I would personally, I think this is a schedule of L for Pittsburgh. It might make sense to rest Big Ben. Is anyone taking the Steelers? Is anybody taking Pittsburgh? Nope. Uh, the last in the four o'clock game. Blake keeps minus seven and a half, though. Yeah. The way they've been scoring seven and a half should be a breeze. Over under 44. I like the over on that. I like the over, too. <laughs> uh, 425 at the Al in Las Vegas, 7-7 seven and seven Raiders, 7-7 seven and seven Broncos. Raiders have won three straight against Denver. Tom has the Broncos on a Bridgewater clause. I'm taking the Raiders regardless. Uh, Trish? Give me the Raiders. John? Give me the, give me the Raiders here. Eric? I love how we're at the point where Teddy Bridgewater is now getting Yeah, losses. he's clause-worthy, apparently. Yeah. Give me Raiders. Raiders are minus one. Oh, I like that, too. So many good spreads. I might bet my spreads tonight and just let it ride on Saturday and Sunday. You're nuts. Everybody's going to get COVID tomorrow. I'm fine. <laughs> Uh, is that Raiders. Raiders or Broncos? Give me the Raiders. Uh, Sunday Night Football, Dallas and Washington. Story of the traveling benches. Both these teams have their own benches. For this Why game. are they doing it? Washington has no reason to do that. <laughs> They're just doing it out of spite. Ten and four Cowboys, six and eight football. Team. They're wasting money that they don't need to waste. Dallas is 4-0 against things. the NFC East this year. Tom's taking the Cowboys. I'm taking the Cowboys. Trish? I'm taking the Cowboys. John? Taking the Cowboys here. Eric? Yeah, I'm taking Dallas. This game should not be signing. It should be probably Ravens Bengals. Oh, just wait for Monday Night Football. Zach? Give me Washington. Monday Night Football at the Caesar Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Seven and seven Saints, seven and seven Dolphins. Miami won six straight after starting the year one and seven. Tom's taking Miami. Um, yeah, no, not, I'm not, never picking Taysom Hill. Uh, Trish? Yeah, I'm taking Miami. John? Up to be seven straight. Go Miami. Eric? I'm taking Miami, and Miami are dogs in this. Really? Miami is plus three, over under 39. I like the under. Yeah. This is going to be a painful battle to score points. Zach? I'd take the Dolphin 20 line. That's our picks. Take the Dolphins' money line. They're plus three. I'm going to play some bets right now. We got a problem. Do you want me to take the lead while um while you're placing bets? Yeah, go ahead. We don't uh, shout out ahead. shout out to um Toronto, the Blue Jays, and the Calgary Flames. They will both be keeping their stadiums. Uh, both stadium deals, it looks like, fell through. Okay, yeah, but one is a good keep because they're renovating in Toronto. Yeah. One is a bad keep because they're not doing anything to the Saddle Dome. Yeah, they're not. No, the Saddle Dome is going to remain in place. Uh, It's third oldest stadium in hockey. Um, Trish alluded to it in our group chat, um, but there will be no NHL players in the Olympics this year. I mean, makes sense. Why risk the season just to go over and play the Olympics right now? Uh, for those of you people who use DraftKings, uh, DraftKings is giving away a Christmas present. I did Everybody see that. wraps a free bet. I just got a $20 free bet from Paul Pierce. I was going to say, oh, is, is the Christmas present the over-under 36 and a half? <laughs> yeah, it's a present. That's a present, man. <laughs> is, that, is that the uh, the present? That's definitely a gift, let me tell you. All right, yes. let's see what my gift is. 
Joe Johnson officially back. Mario Chalmers might be back soon. Too. Oh, I got $20 free bet. Let's go. That's okay, going right yeah, on. Yeah, Eric, the spread is 36 in the Ravens game, but over 36 is minus 335, and oh under 36 is plus 260. I have no okay. idea why it's set up like that. Yeah, I'm not betting. It's not, it's yeah, not they know I'm something. Mine. They know something now I'm afraid of it. Dude, it's not that I'm mine. Overs plus 120, unders minus 140. No, yeah, no, no. no, never mind. Never mind. I see it. I see it. You know what? I'm betting the under. I'm putting this $20 free bet on the under. Why is it set plus up? Plus 260. Like Where did you find that? Right it's on, on DraftKings. DraftKings. There we go. It's placed. 20 to win 52. Why, why is it set up like that? Yeah, that's, I've no never idea. seen that. That is that. weird. I don't like that. There we go, the under. Uh, I just felt all grimy putting the Jets in my bet. <laughs> you like, feel like you've moved down the ladder. Dude, it, like, it, I felt like pain shoot through my hand. <laughs> John, is this what you feel like every week when you click the channel to the Jets game? I don't oh, – here's the, where you're wrong there. I don't click the channel to the Jets watch game it. anymore. <laughs> yeah. John gave up weeks ago. Yeah. That's probably okay. I need John to have to have our eyes forcibly open to watch that game on Sunday. Literally, we might not. We might leave at halftime. Honestly, wow! All, Tony, you haven't even the gotten there. Seven. That's okay. John, the high is fifty on Sunday. Oh my god! Oh man! To be honest, there's a part of me that wants that game pushed to Monday because it's forty-one and a fifty percent chance of a rain-snow mix. All right, I took the Jets really? out of this bet. I felt like that was the move. Jets minus 10 and a half, Tony. It's a lock. It's My bet is Chiefs minus seven, Raiders minus one, Rams minus two and a half, and Chargers money line. Wait, Zach, Zach. Jets minus 10 and a half? Yes. The odds on that. <laughs> my God. 310. Plus 310. That's oh. Only 310? Yeah. <laughs> only 310 is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Should be like that should be like, that, that should be right, like eight to one odds. Minus fourteen is only five to one. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, that's offensive too. Jaguars plus fourteen is minus eight twenty-five. That makes sense. Eh. Yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up this episode. Every episode of Too Many Men is available wherever you get your podcasts. We will see you on Christmas Eve. We will be doing power tiers. We will have our Sunday spreads. And uh, we're going to bet every single Christmas game. Yeah. <laughs> Basketball, <laughs> football. If there's a bowl game, we're going to make all our predictions. So we will oh, see you. Speaking of bowl games, shout out to Rutgers. Rutgers going to a bowl game. Five and seven Rutgers sneaks their way into the Gator Bowl. The Gator we will bowl. see you Friday. For another episode they of two lost games. against Maryland. I thought yes, that was they did perfect. lose against Maryland, but they're so still. What the hell happened? A team got COVID and headed back out. Texas A&M got COVID. Oh, they're going to play Wake okay. Forest on New Year's Eve, Zach. Let's go, Rutgers. Did you That's see? Cool. Hold on, right before you go. Did you see the uh, the New Year's Eve gift thing they're doing? Get a twenty-two dollar bet for every five bowl games you bet on. Oh, that wasn't the one I was talking about. Where the hell is it? Oh, yeah, no, that's still a good one. Get a $22 bet for every five college football bowl games you bet on. At least $25. I figured you'd yeah. like. I don't like betting these shitty bowl games. Why? I can't bet on Rutgers. Yeah. Well, New Year's Day and New Year's Eve, you'll have all the big games. Yeah. 
We will see you Friday for an episode of Too Many Maps. Bye, everybody.